Welcome to The Money Mavens, a podcast for the ambitious female business owner that loves money and desires to create a business and lifestyle up-level. With myself, Charlotte Balbier, multi-seven-figure brand builder, and my partner in success, Josie May, global six-figure business coach. Join us for all things business and lifestyle, combined with our strong opinions, a few naughty words, lots of fun, and a double dose of luxury. So pull up your seats at the success table with us, Charlotte and Josie, the Money Mavens. Hi, welcome to another episode of the Money Mavens. Before we get going today, a reminder about VIP days, our strategy days that we do. So Josie and I host our most favorite thing to do, our most results driven, which is our strategy VIP days where- In person. In person, in Manchester. So if you're listening to this, you are needing to have some structure, some direction, you need a new strategy, you want different results, you love learning in person like we do, you want inspiration, clarity, all that stuff, then get in touch because we are releasing our last dates for 2023. Mm. So drop us a line and we can speak to you about what's involved. Right, we're going to talk today about... We're actually going to talk about some new things that we don't, we've never talked about before, which is really exciting. Yeah, we realise we're talking about what we talk about on the podcast and and then what we talk about with our clients. And we realise that what we're both good at is leadership. And that's because I came from social care where I had a team of over 100 underneath me and Charlotte's managed businesses before where she's had big teams under her. And you've got to be really good at leadership. And we're really good at that, but we hardly talk about it, no, do we? we never talk about it. I think because... We talk about it with clients. Do you know why I think? I think it's because it's just you and I. You kind of almost forget yeah. that this isn't what everyone else's business looks yeah. like. You kind of get... St- then we, when you, we've got clients who have teams, and then suddenly we're like working with their team, and I think we've just kind of forgotten. Yeah, and we also, when we say team, we're not just talking about paid employees. We're also talking about contractors. And, you know, we've had contractors before where we've had to have difficult conversations with them. So, yeah, we do have a team because we actually have got a VA. Jackie, hi. I know she was listening. Hello, Jackie. (laughs) Um, But, you know, like, if you're not happy with somebody, um, then you have sometimes have to have difficult conversations. And... Luckily, we've not had to have a difficult conversation with Jackie. No, because Jackie is a superstar. <laughs> Jackie's amazing. And funny and gorgeous and lovely. We love you. <laughs> um, and But, you know, a lot of our clients do have teams and we speak to them a lot about how to manage teams. And we thought, actually, a lot of our listeners will have teams as well. And, and a lot of... So we do, a quite, we do a lot of networking and um, go to a lot of events where we're with diff- different business, business owners. And one of the things that comes up all the time, isn't it, is about how they find it hard to have difficult conversations. Yeah. So it's 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 something that's happening to lots of different people, and obviously we've had loads of different difficult conversations. And in this works our for past. not yeah, and this works for not only your business. You know, like I Just remember life, isn't it? life. Do you remember my previous cleaner, and I had to have that difficult conversation with her. You've had to have a difficult conversation recently with somebody from childcare. You know, we have to do these difficult conversations in life, and it's easier sometimes we think to bury our heads in the sand, but actually it's not. No. So that's kind of so the the first thing what we like when we discussed this before is like it's so we all we just most people don't want to have the conversation. You'll avoid it. You'll avoid it. Yeah. So bury the hand in the sand. Even when I was in social work and I was managing teams and stuff, if there was somebody who was underperforming, 
I would just think, oh, they must be having a bad day. Let's yeah. give them a little bit. Let's give them a little bit of time. But what I've learned over time and over experience is deal with it quickly. Like the quicker you deal with it, the more you nip it in the bud. If you let somebody keep pushing the boundaries, it gets worse and worse. It's not fair on them as well because yeah. they could be having a bad time. Yeah. So, you know, you as, know as an employee, it. you need to know, don't you? Because, yeah. you know, if people are underperforming, it's because maybe, well, I always think you've got to start looking within. Like, is it something that, as the business owner, have you not developed them enough? Have you not done enough training? Have you not been clear enough? Not been clear the enough. policy and procedures clear enough? Yeah. Because I think sometimes... That's people... unfair. Like, if you've not done that part and then they're not performing, that's you've got to have some... Yeah. And particularly with small businesses, like, you might not have standard policies and procedures that you might get in a big organisation. But it's unfair to expect people to do things if you've not trained them properly. Mm, and and so, then get really yeah. frustrated and passive aggressive because they're not doing what you want them to do. But what you want them to do is only in your head. Mm. <laughs> so before you even go anywhere, just have a bit of a think about, is there anything that you've not been clear of? Is there anything that you've not provided? Um, and then when you've done that, organise a conversation, like do it quickly. Like get the conversation booked in as quickly as possible. Like preferably a person in-person meeting. But if it's a, if it's somebody who's like a remote worker for you, you know, you might have a contractor, then book a Zoom meeting. But book a meeting, ASAP, to speak to them. You're going to want to put it off. You're going to want to. Because <laughs> it's an it's an awkward conversation, isn't it? Especially if you, you, you like, it is your worst thing to do. I mean, some people, I suppose, if you work in HR, you quite like it's it. Kind of, yeah. It's kind of why you sign up for the job. But most people, but the thing is, when you're a small business owner, you are the HR department, you, you are. are the finance department, you are the marketing department, <laughs> you are every department. So, you know, it's you can't call Julie and HR and say, oh, you know, it's it's not like that. So you have to, to do all of these things. And to be a good leader, you've got to lead, haven't you? Yeah. And you've got to have conversations with people and figure out what's going on with someone yeah and so organize that conversation and then in preparation for it think about how best to handle this individual and it's easier sometimes the more you know someone isn't it mm. um like if if it's somebody that's kind of working afar and they're just not doing what you're asking them to do or they're not performing in the way you want them to then it's a bit trickier but if you if it's somebody you work with day to day you can kind of get a bit of a feel of it yeah I think it's easier if it's someone that works in-house and you see them all the time because I think you've got to know their personality more and their ways and you know I'm I think I'm quite a good judge of people and I'm quite good at figuring out how to handle people I struggle more when it's someone that I'm not working with day to day because I don't I can't get as into their mindset mm. as much. And what we're talking about is And it can get out. blurred lines as well, I think, when you're not with them every day, because it's, especially if they're like contractors, because it's like, unless it's literally black and white, it's hard, yeah, it's isn't hard, it? it's hard, isn't it? So people are motivated, and what we're talking about is people are motivated by different things. Like some people really like praise. Um, and so if it's somebody that most likes praise, do. most people do like praise, don't they? they? Do. But some people particularly like yeah. it, don't they? Other people need very clear instructions. Like you can't make it complicated in any way. Others need detailed, like I am anything but detail. Mm-hmm. Oh God. I Detail, even saying the word detail makes me like zonk, zonk, zonk off. Charlotte <laughs> likes a bit of detail. I love it. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> if somebody's telling me to do something, just give me the roundabout way and I'll get it done. That's how I am. But you know, detail, detail, detail. But I, I've, I've, I've managed people in the past 
who need to know the ins and outs of a cat's behind. <laughs> <laughs> now she's managing me. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want uh, to speak to HR? <laughs> Julie! <laughs> well, it's hilarious as well, because Charlotte always laughs at me, because I ask a lot of questions, although I don't like detail. Oh my God, honestly, it's like being with the FBI every day. I feel like she's going to have a spotlight on me when I come in in the morning. <laughs> I literally have to like go through my movements from the night before. <laughs> so I don't, like, I don't like detail in some ways, but... She's I do right ask, nosy cow. I do ask a lot of questions. <laughs> I remember my friend uh, Zoe, I'd not seen her for a while, and she was like, for God's sake, I feel like I'm being interrogated. And I was like, I'm sorry, I'm just asking how, you know. <laughs> you do ask a lot, lot of questions. questions. And then you give her and an I've answer, got no... and you think that is going to be sufficient. Oh, no. Oh, no, it's not sufficient. I so, need the details. what did you have for tea last night? Um... I got uh, I got a delivery. Where from? Um, <laughs> fish and chips. Which fish and chip shop? Uh, Whitakers. All right. What did you order? All right. Did you get salt and vinegar? <laughs> Peas, gravy. Who brought it? What was? I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, this is what she's like. This is what I'm like. Um, I I don't know. Do you know what I think? And and I'll do it with things that um, people might find a bit taboo as well. Like, you know, Charlotte might tell me she's had sex. And I'll, get, <laughs> I'll get all the details. Um, <laughs> or I'm trying to think what else is to be or about money or something and I think it's from social work because yeah. when, when you're a social worker you have to ask uncomfortable questions and, oh yeah you've and got so no, I've got no no filter no yeah I'm just like want to know and I think maybe my interest in things comes from being a social worker where you would just ask all sorts of questions or like just dead nosy yeah, and you'd have to go. You'd have to go around and look in people's cupboards and stuff. Yeah, you are. I mean, the thing is, you'll never have any stone uncovered, like oh no, turned even when like it comes to finding out stuff. Like if I want anything finding out, don't go to Google. No, don't waste your time with Google when you got Josie in your back pocket. Oh yeah, I Josie, will find you got? Uh, can you just find a little? Yep, yeah, on it, and literally, yeah, I can find a anything. full report. Back. <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? Funny, like because I, I like I don't like detailed like instructions, but I like to find out details. Mm. Weird, that isn't it is it? weird. Yeah, but it's got to be on my terms. If you start telling me. <laughs> Like what you need me to do and going through all these points. It's like, you know, flat pack furniture. I am a queen of flat pack furniture. Do you think I read the instructions? No. 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 But that's because I know you and I've yeah. seen you in action. She's got, she got her own drill <laughs> and everything. Yeah, our desk is a little bit wonky because uh, I didn't read the instructions. But, you know, I fixed it. Actually, it stopped being wonky now, but... Um, it, I don't read the instructions, which is sometimes to my own detriment, but I feel like it's such an annoying waste of my time. Where were we anyway? I'm in this... Anyway, <laughs> we were on how to best handle an individual. And some people like details and some don't. Um, but it's like working out how they are best communicated with. Because like, some people like was, direct. Okay, so this was, if this was us and you were being... You have, somebody was having a difficult conversation with you, mm. the best way to handle it with you is to be direct. Yes, it is. Because if I was all fluffy... That would piss you off. It would, yeah. And you'd get frustrated. In fact, it's better with you, and I've learned this, to just say what it is, and then it's done. Yeah, and I think you're probably the opposite. You probably need a bit of softening, don't you? Yes. You would need a little bit of, like, softening up first, and then, like a shit sandwich. So you say something <laughs> nice, then you lay in the shit, and then something nice yeah. again. Although I do like to know where I stand, because yeah. I find... Um, I don't like inconsistency. I hate it. So I'd rather somebody was, you know, I don't want someone that's like one minute that way and then the next another way. Yeah. I, like, I like I like someone. You need to know where you stand. I think for you, you need to know that you different. were valued though, weren't yeah. you? Yeah. 
Like, because I think, and I think I would need to know I'm valued. I think everyone would. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you should be valued. If you're a member of a team, then you should be valued. Even yeah. if you're not performing that well, you still, because I always think like, with most people, we're good humans and there'll be a reason why you took them on in the first place. Yeah. So I always try and remember that and think, well, how do we get back to that place when you came for that interview and I thought you were amazing? What, what's happened? Yeah. Is it something I've done? Are you having a bad time at home? You know, I've, we both of us have worked with a lot of women and in my old business, I had mostly women that worked for me and, you know, a lot of the time it was stuff that was going on for them at home and then they feel like they couldn't, it was like unprofessional to talk about and I'd be like, no, I need you to tell me and let me yeah. see if I can help you. Yeah. You know, um, relationships, kids. Hormone. Yeah, it was all sort of Health, I had a team that like family. ranged from this age yeah. of seventeen to in their sixties. So we had all sorts going on. But I was always like, we're a team, and you know, I know you can say, oh, you leave your personal things at the door, but a lot sometimes, yeah, it's very you difficult can't. to do. Yeah, it's very. Difficult. And I think you got to be a little bit sympathetic. Maybe I was too soft. I don't know because I think I was. I am. I'm soft. I am soft. But yeah. it's nice. It's also. You know, you've got to have a little bit of yeah. Know, and the thing is, like, compassion. if somebody's having a real hard time at home and they're underperforming, then you, at least you've got a reason for yeah. it. Doesn't make it okay, but maybe you could have a little bit of leeway for a little bit of a point. However, or help them to like really make their job their focus because I think how you do one thing is how you do everything. So if yeah. they start taking a bit more enjoyment in their life at work, it can help them build their confidence and all that to have a better home life as well, yeah, can't definitely. it? It goes so much deeper. Yeah. But I think I think probably in a big organisation, this kind of thing probably gets... I don't know, I've never worked in a huge organisation where there's hundreds of people. But maybe you become more of a number, don't you? Well, I worked obviously but, for the local local authority, for different local authorities I worked for. And one of the things that we always asked, is there anything going on at home? It was one of the points, you know, we had specific HR forms that when we had... And we had specific rules that if, you know, like if somebody was going through underperforming you took them through these competencies things you'd have like level one level two and you know the first thing would be a written warning and all this kind of thing it was very structured because it was a big organization but one of the things was there's something going on so was it, it was, normally something was going on at home sometimes sometimes it was they were frustrated with the job you know it's, or maybe they're in the wrong job yeah and you know social the the problem was in social work they were underpaid and yeah, overworked. overworked and you know so they're Sometimes exhausted. They're exhausted, um, yeah. We um, expected too much from them. Um, but then there was other members of staff that maybe weren't doing those roles that, you know... And sometimes people just do underperform. And I know in the past, I have underperformed when I feel like no one's watching me and no one cares. Yeah. And I found that, like, in one of my first jobs, you know, like when I was 21 or something, I knew that I was just, like, showing up and doing the minimum that I could do. But I felt like no one gave a crap. And then when I got a new line manager and then they did give a crap, I pulled my socks up. Mm. And because I I want to, you know, and most people do, they want to, one, be seen, valued, and actually, you know, there's there's if no one's watching what you're doing, then you kind of... I think then you've got to be a really good self-motivator and a self-starter. Yeah. And if you're not, because if you are like... And if you're in like a low-paid job... It's very difficult to be a self-starter mm, when you're pay, getting I, paid low wage. And I think I mean? someone who's really motivated by just themselves is more likely to go on to be like a business owner, an entrepreneur, that kind of thing. Because you're not looking for praise everywhere else because 
it's it you're doing it for a different reason whereas if you're in a team yeah you're wanting that person that's the leader and that's why it's called leadership yeah. to say you're doing a great job you're supporting me you're supporting that's what they're looking for yeah but the and thing even even yeah. like in social work when I was very ambitious you know I as soon as I got my degree I was like okay where how do I get to the next step how do I get into leadership and you know but so, but I was still looking at the leader to support me to get into the yeah, next. Yeah, because step. you're seeing them; you're showing you the way, aren't yeah. they? That, that you like, and oh, I want to be like them. And they're a stepping stone. If they mm, appreciate exactly. me and value me, they're gonna and they're gonna move up, and you can then exactly, exactly. So um, you've also got to appreciate though that not everyone's like us. us I know, and you that are listening to this because that was something that I used to really really struggle with no one's going to care about your business why don't they care like why and and now i know because i look back and i think well of course they didn't why would they yeah why would they (laughs) but i would they care as much about your business i used to resent it and used to get really really cross but then i realized that they were motivated by different things it wasn't the stuff that was motivating me because that was my brand so then i was like okay what motivates them and when I figured that out, it changed everything. Yeah, and so it can be things like taking people out for dinner, giving yeah. them a little gift. Experiences, definitely. Experiences. People can be money motivated. Mm. And, um, a Different lot of people than sales, are. definitely they if are. If you're in sales, yeah. So like giving them things like bonuses. Um, it might just be a thank you note as appreciation, but like work out how your members of staff get motivated. Um, sometimes it's like a different name can motivate someone. Yeah. You know, like giving their title, the same job, but just changing the title can make them feel more valued, more important, more like... I once did um, like a training thing with our team, my old team. And that was one of the things that came up that they all kind of had similar names and they didn't like it. So I was like, well, what would you like to be called? And we wrote down loads and everybody got their own new name and made their own new email signature. Oh my God, they loved it. I loved it. I was really happy. I was like, yeah, that's brilliant. And it just changed everything. But instead of me always thinking that I had to, I was like, well, you, what do you think this role is? Yeah, exactly. And if you want that name, how can we then get you to fulfill that role kind of thing? So point three, as we said, was how best to handle the individual. So we're still kind of like working that out. So make notes before the meeting, like what, one thing do not go in there and think i'll remember what to say like what are you what are the problems and what do you expect so go in there with what there's well there's three things there's like what do you value about them you can make sure you've got what you value about them in there so you can talk about it and then where there's problems like make a note of all the issues that there is and then what you expect and when you go in there, the meeting with these notes, then you're not going to forget these things. Otherwise, you can go in there and you can get sidetracked, can't you? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And, and also, you've got to, again, take the lead. You have to. You yeah. can't expect them to sit and... They're going to get either a little bit, not aggressive, but, you know, like a bit, like, defensive is the word yeah. I'm looking for. You can't even also... Or upset. You yeah. So you've got to be, like, ready for that, haven't you? You have also can't expect them to know what they're doing wrong. Yeah. Because you'll think, well, they must know that they're not. No. And and unless you've told them, a lot of people won't know that they're not mm. up to scratch. Or they'll think that it's okay. Mm. And so it's important to tell them, like, what the issues are and have some examples of that. And then I think it's you've got to put it in a time frame. Yeah. It's okay. So, you know, like, conclusion to the meeting and then a time frame of on what your expectations are in that time frame. Yeah. They've got to go away knowing what they can do to step it up. 
Like it can't be fluffy. It's like, okay, what I expect you to do is to have produced this by this date. And then you follow it up with an email so it's in writing and yeah. sort of plan and agree a follow-up meeting. Mm. So this, otherwise, if you just have a one-off meeting, it's, there's nothing, it's not going anywhere with it. It's, it's fluffy and woolly and, and confusing and unprofessional yeah. as well. You need as well as the business owner a paper trail because if this was to escalate, you need to have a paper yeah. trail of How you've addressed the interactions it. that you've had with this individual. So, you know... You've got to have all those things mm. in place as well. And the other thing is, and what we see sometimes is when people know that the employee is not right for them and, you know, you've gone through these things where you've tried it out, there's got to be a point where, you know, you, you can't be afraid as well to let somebody go. Mm. There's a bit, I wish I'd I mean, written this down before we started this one. I was just thinking like a lot of this, I remember feeling really overwhelmed because I didn't have somebody in HR, you know, it was it was me and my mum doing the business but we had this amazing company that used to we just pay them when we needed you know some advice on yeah, all this quite a lot of those yeah. and it was absolutely brilliant so I'd call them and I'd be like right this is what's happened what is the best way to handle it what shouldn't yeah. I say I can't remember what they were called but like there must be loads, like you say loads of people because I was so worried of like somebody suing me you know and and things like that so you can like have subscriptions to a hr like hr hive or whatever where they will you know really 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 good yeah well they will give you advice Mm. you pay monthly but they're on hand then yeah and then you can also use their documents yes that's what i did yeah Yeah. so it must have been one of those what is it hr hive hr hive i think there's one called i'm sure there's lots of them around i mean i'm going back quite a few years now i bet that now there's a lot more that the the online space is taken off with like all these people but um i remember they were a godsend because i knew then and they have all documents usually that you can use it was brilliant I mean, luckily, in the 20-odd years I had my old business, I only ever really had to go down a very horrible route with two people, which I think's really good. That is really good, yeah. yeah. That is really good. I was very blessed. I had a great, great team. Like, you know, they were really, really good, but you always get the odd one. And you know what I realised? They were just in the wrong job. Yeah. A lot of the time, you know, when somebody just wasn't quite right or they didn't stay with us very long. Yeah. They were probably amazing in the right role. They just weren't right for my kind of environment. I had to take quite a few down competencies and then eventually, um, you know, fire them, basically. Mm. That's horrible, isn't it? It is horrible. And some of it was due to sickness, like they were off long term. And it's horrible, but if somebody's not there... Yeah. Um... You know, the job needs doing. The job needs doing, yeah. yeah. And it, you've got re- yeah, responsibility. It's usually at least nine months to a year down the line before it even starts this process, you know, like where yeah. people are off, yeah, in, in, in something like the local authority. Um, but, you know, what you want at the end of the day, you're a small business and profit matters. And so the longer you leave these things, then your profit's getting sucked away. Mm-hmm. And so it's about pulling on your big girl pants. And having these difficult conversations. And you, I promise you, you're going to feel better afterwards. You are. You, well, it's like everything, though. Eat the frog. Just get it done. It always feels worse. It feels like this big monster that when you actually speak to the monster, and I don't mean the person, I mean yeah, like the thing, thing. It, it's not actually so it's good. It's like everything. Yesterday, I had to clear out my cellar. Honestly, I have been psyching myself up for this for about nine months. It I wasn't have... so bad, was it? <laughs> no. 
I was honestly, I had a bit of like a sweat before I did it. I was like almost a bit, I was like, I don't want, I don't like spiders. And I was like, oh God, I don't want to do it. And then- Funnily next, enough, you thought there might be a frog in there talking about I eating thought, the frog. I thought there might be a frog because once I had a frog in the cellar and I made Josie come and drive over and get it for me because I was so scared. I don't know what's scary about a frog. And Josie just walked in and got the frog and was like, <laughs> put it outside, was like, you dickhead. <laughs> and I'm like, ah! um, but yeah, because I'm having some work done on the cellar. But yeah, so, but then afterwards, I felt really, 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 really good. Really good. And I was just like, why didn't I do this yeah. months ago? It's been getting you down, that cellar, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's really got me down. Yeah. But instead of just doing it, I wouldn't have had to go through all this pain, nine months of pain. Yeah. Because I was so frightened that there might, there might have been a spider or something. Yeah. Like, get a grip of yourself. And even if there was, you would have been yeah. dealt with it. And I was being a bit lazy, if I'm honest. I was like, I, I must have Googled 400 times, like, somebody to come and <laughs> do it for me. The thing is, you needed to sort through things, though. I know. So it was I know. only you can do that. I know. Uh, but you did it. But anyway, um, we're going to put the, the f- six points uh, to follow in the show notes. And... We will see you next time. And before we go, if you are interested in one of our VIP days in person. Yeah, definitely get in touch. I mean, this is another thing that we can do with you on a VIP day. You could bring a member of your team with you as well. Um, And then we can help you, you know, develop your team. Or we can do a day where we talk with just you, the business owner, about how you can develop your team. We did that recently with one of our one-to-one clients you know, we just spent a whole day looking at each individual, working out then how she could go back and do stuff with them. So don't always think it can be about just you. It can be about the yeah, team we can make as it work. well. Um, it's, the link's in the bio. It's 2K plus fat. Reach out if you want to. See you next time. See you next time. Thank you for joining the Money Mavens podcast today with myself, Josie May, and my fellow host, Charlotte Balbier. We're holding regular giveaways with luxury prizes for those that leave us a review. So if you've loved this episode, please go and give us five stars. We really appreciate your support. For more exciting content and inspiration in unlocking your up level, head over to our Instagram and follow the underscore money underscore mavens. The link is in our show notes. Congratulations. You are now officially a money maven. Welcome to the club. We can't wait to celebrate your success with you. See you on the next episode.